Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Being Found Out by William Makepeace Thackeray of the Lock and Key Library. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Shalifa Mulligan. The Lock and Key Library. Edited by Julian Hawthorne. On Being Found Out by William Makepeace Thackeray. At the close, let us say, of Queen Anne's reign, when I was a boy at a private and preparatory school for young gentlemen, I remember the wiseacre of a master ordering us all one night to march into a little garden at the back of the house, and thence to proceed one by one into a till or hen-house. I was but a tender little thing, just put into short clothes, and can't exactly say whether the house was for tills or hens and in that house to put our hands into a sack which stood on a bench, a candle burning beside it. I put my hand into the sack. My hand came out quite black. I went and joined the other boys in the schoolroom, and all their hands were black too. By reason of my tender age, and there are some critics who I hope will be satisfied by my acknowledging that I am a hundred and fifty-six next birthday, I could not understand what was the meaning of this night excursion, this candle, this tool-house, this bag of suit. I think we little boys were taken out of our sleep to be brought to the ordeal. We came then and showed our little hands to the master, washed them or not, most probably I should say not, and so went bewildered back to bed. Something had been stolen in the school that day, and Mr. Weisacker, having read in a book of an ingenious method of finding out a thief by making him put his hand into a sack, which, if guilty, the rogue would shirk from doing, all we boys were subjected to the trial. Goodness knows what the lost object was, or who stole it. We all had black hands to show the master, and the thief, whoever he was, was not found out that time. I wonder if the rascal is alive. An elderly scoundrel he must be by this time, and a hoary old hypocrite, to whom an old schoolfellow presents his kindest regards, parenthetically remarking what a dreadful place that private school was, called Gilblaine's bad dinners, not enough victuals, and caning awful. Are you alive still, I say, you nameless villain who escaped discovery on that day of crime? 
I hope you have escaped often since, old sinner. Ah, what a lucky thing it is, for you and me, my man, that we are not found out in all our piccadillos, and that our bags can slip away from the moss and the cane. Just consider what life would be if every rogue was found out, and flocked quorum populo. What a butchery! What an indecency! What an endless swishing of the rod! Don't cry out about my misanthropy. My good friend Mealymouth, I will trouble you to tell me, do you go to church? When there, do you say, or do you not, that you are a miserable sinner, and saying so, do you believe or disbelieve it? If you are a miserable sinner, don't you deserve correction? And aren't you grateful if you are to be let off? I say again, what a blessed thing it is, that we are not all found out. Just picture to yourself everybody who does wrong being found out, and punished accordingly. Fancy all the boys in all the school being whipped, and then the assistants, and then the headmaster, Dr. Bedford, let us call him. Fancy the provost marshal being tied up, having previously superintended the correction of the whole army. After the young gentlemen have had their turn for the forty exercises, fancy Dr. Lincolnson being taken up for certain forts in his essay and review. After the clergyman has cried his peccavi, suppose we host up a bishop and give him a couple of dozen. I see my Lord Bishop of Double Gloucester sitting in a very uneasy posture on his right reverend bench. After we have cast off the bishop, what are we to say to the minister who appointed him? My Lord Kinkwarden, it is painful to have to use personal correction to a boy of your age, but really, Sister Tannum Carnifex, the butchery is too horrible. The hand drops powerless, appalled, at the quantity of birch which it must cut and brandish. I am glad we are not all found out, I say again, and protest, my dear brethren, against our having our deserts. To fancy all men found out and punished is bad enough, but imagine all the women found out in the distinguished social circle in which you and I have the honour to move. Is it not a mercy that a many of these fair criminals remain unpunished and undiscovered? There is Mrs. Longbow, who is forever practising, and who shoots poisoned arrows too. When you meet her, you don't call her a liar, and charge her with the wickedness she has done and is doing. There is Mrs. Painter, who passes for a most respectable woman and a model in society. There is no use in saying what you really know regarding her and her goings-on. There is Diana Hunter, what a little haughty brute it is, and yet we know stories about her which are not altogether edifying. I say, it is best for the sake of the good that the bad should not all be found out. You don't want your children to know the history of that lady in the next box, who is so handsome and whom they admire so. Ah, me, what would life be if we were all found out and punished for all our faults? Jack Catch would be in permanence, and then who would hang Jack Catch? They talk of murderers being pretty certainly found out. Tch, I have heard on authority awfully competent vow and declare 
that scores and hundreds of murders are committed, and nobody is wiser. That terrible man mentioned one or two ways of committing murder, which he maintained were quite common, and were scarcely ever found out. A man, for instance, comes home to his wife, and— But I pause. I know that this magazine has a very large circulation. Editor's Note, The Cornhill. End of Editor's Note. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands, why not say a million of people at once? Well, say a million read it. And among these countless readers I might be teaching some monster how to make away with his wife without being found out, some find of a woman how to destroy her dear husband. I will not then tell this easy and simple way of murder, as communicated to me by a most respectable party and the confidence of private intercourse. Suppose some gentle reader were to try this most simple and easy received. It seems to me almost infallible, and come to grieve in consequence and be found out and hanged. Should I ever pardon myself for having been the means of doing injury to a single one of our esteemed subscribers? The prescription whereof I speak, that is to say, whereof I don't speak, shall be buried in this bosom. No, I am a humane man. I am not one of your bluebirds to go and say to my wife, My dear, I am going away for a few days to Brighton. Here are all the keys of the house. You may open every door and closet, except the one at the end of the oak room opposite the fireplace with the little bronze Shakespeare on the mantelpiece or what not. I don't say this to a woman, unless to be sure I want to get rid of her, because, after such a caution, I know she'll peep into the closet. I say nothing about the closet at all. I keep the key in my pocket, and a being whom I love, but who, as I know, has many weaknesses, out of harm's way. You toss up your head, dear angel, drop on the ground with your lovely little feet, on the table with your sweet rosy fingers, and cry, Oh, sneerer, you don't know the depths of woman's feeling, the lofty scorn of all deceit, the entire absence of mean curiosity in the sex, or never, never would you libel us so. Ah, Delia, dear, dear Delia, it is because I fancy 